Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome to Ambridge on the Couch. An in-depth look at the archers with me, Harriet Carmichael, Lucy Freeman, and fabulous Febreze. Can we just explain that this one oh. is going to be somewhat rushed because you've got a room. <laughs> Harriet's got a dinner party full of people waiting for her. I mean, they're literally, literally well, they're waiting for the takeaway, and I'm uh, I'm hoping the takeaway is going to be slow so they haven't eaten it all up by the time I emerge out of this toilet. <laughs> You'll just get the soggy bits of rice that are stuck to the bottom. Someone will have put a cigarette out in the, sauce, the oyster sauce. And, yeah, I literally me. had to say, talk amongst yourselves. I'm off to I'm record off. with Lucy. Bye. <laughs> you are like, truly like, the hostess with the leastest. I know. And, and then also, because I forgot I had to listen to The Archers before tonight, I had to actually go 15 minutes early because I was like, I thought oh, I could listen to it while chatting to you, but I'm not going to be able to concentrate. <laughs> I left them. So I'm basically leaving them to it for an hour and 15 minutes. And... Um, Oh, they'll, they can catch up with themselves. <laughs> <laughs> they'll just be so pissed by the time I yes. come out. <laughs> they'll be at the rave and I'll be yeah. Lily coming and seeing, yeah, like, drunk Russ. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, not, not that I want to rush you, Lucy. Yes, um, but just <laughs> hurry through the monologue. <laughs> Quick, faster. <laughs> Why don't we just all play this on um, on 1.5 speed yeah. and yeah. yeah okay. We'll record it <laughs> okay. on 1.5. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, we began the week at the suddenly stupid party. Chelsea Horobin has once again revealed herself as like that child in the Emperor's new clothes that squeaked the truth while oh. being roundly bashed by all the other dutiful townspeople. It's only a matter of time before she starts telling the guests at Lower Loxley not to have those cucumber sandwiches because they use some weird curry powder butter and it's just like minging. <laughs> But most importantly, I realised why I cannot bear Steph. She is an Instagram beauty person. I know one of those. Let me tell you how it works. The one I know dresses up in clothes and gets someone to take a picture of her leaning up against the wall of her house. She is pretty and she looks nice in the clothes, so that bit is fine. Then she posts it on Instagram with the hashtags summer yummy mummy cleavage barbecue fun in the sun and other nonsensical things. Then all the other influencers that follow her all comment... Wow, babe, amazing. Please follow my channel, which is Bex Babe or similar. <laughs> she then follows them with the words, wow, babe, amazing, etc., etc., <laughs> thus increasing their numbers. Companies send her more clothes, which she then flogs on eBay after she's had her photograph taken. And nobody is checking whether anyone is actually buying the clothes as a result of her photographs. It's completely mad, a total circle jerk, and about as sustainable as crypto until someone bravely says, hang on a moment, which on this occasion was Chelsea. 
who immediately got shot down in more flames than someone with a can of Elnet and a lighter. <laughs> so that's why I don't like her. Thank mm. you for coming to my TED talk. Of course, <laughs> she is also a lying, spoilt, disingenuous cow, which means not only does none of us like her, but that Harriet Carmichael is a terrible judge of character. <clears throat> and I hope you have thought about what you've nope. done, young lady. I don't take anything back. Thanks. Okay. We'll discuss later. There was then what we shall call the incident. Ben leaned in harder than Cheryl Sandberg and yeah. Steph got him in her tractor beam, which is highly appropriate. <laughs> Incidentally, Ben is one of the few people on earth who can talk while kissing, which is quite a feat. <laughs> Ardil visited Bridge Farm, an unpleasant business, you understand, but someone has to do it. As always with Bridge Farm, when Ardil suggested that they venture out into other territories, you know, like more cattle, new cheeses, garden centre, ballet school, they just say, oh yeah, okay, all right, that sounds good, yeah. No business plan, no contract, no firm offer. Of course, we'd have to get some buffalo, said Tom absently, as if he was talking about planting another row of leeks. Buffalo? Pat keeps forgetting she's got goats for crying out loud. I decided to read up about buffalo and in 2020 a man was killed and two people were injured by buffalo on a farm in Wales, so here's hoping. Anyway, apparently water buffalo language is body language is hard to understand. So they'd fit in well with Pat and Tony. They could all just look blankly at each other till one of them gets bored and flattens Tony again. Ardil left the farm saying he could make his own way back in the same way a toddler tells you proudly that they can wipe their own bottom. Anyway, with his dealings with Helen and Sausage Boy, Ardil is either out of his mind or playing the most <laughs> colossal practical joke of all time. You're not going to believe this, right? I've got them to buy buffalo! Either way, bring it on. Lily and Russ were back for a bit with Lily as ever sounding like a chipper little tugboat trying to haul a lugubrious battleship along by force of personality alone. There was some nonsense about a rave and Ruth Killjoy Archer immediately leapt in to ban it. They might have fun. We must put a stop to it, David. Actually, people having raves are a massive pain in the arse, so I was on Ruth's side, but I couldn't help rolling my eyes at the speed with which she leapt on the phone to ring everyone in the world and get it shut down. <laughs> then we had the episode that I like to call Whoops, There Go My Bloomers. Honestly, scriptwriters, didn't we have Neil with no shirt on at Shooters because it got wet? Then Ardil having no trousers on at Kirsty's because they got wet. There are other ways of signalling a misinterpreted flirtation, you know. It's Although, funny, though. In this case, I'm not entirely sure it was misinterpreted, as <laughs> Kirsty was coming on to Ardil like a buffalo with a Welshman. He did a bit of palm reading on her. <laughs> and the left hand, Kirsty, symbolises drama in your past. Bloody hell, this looks like a wicker table mat. Roy is not doing brilliantly in his efforts to put the idea of him being a massive racist to bed, to be honest. I don't even notice you're Asian anymore, Ardil, said Roy comfortably. Look, I've cooked an entire Indian meal incredibly badly. Oh, where are our manners, Kirsty? Go and get into your Indira Gandhi outfit. And we ended the week with a rave that sounded more like a cocktail party. Where were the ambulances? Where were the people being carried out in sweat-soaked football shirts, having fallen screaming into a K-hole? Where was the old Bill and the people peeing in hedges? Instead, we had Chelsea managing to talk to the DJ, Lily complaining bitterly about people not queuing properly at an illegal rave, and Chelsea managing to get drinks in about a minute and a half. But hey-ho, the most important thing was Solero is back, who sounds much nicer than Russ. Yeah. And nicer than half of Ambridge, in fact. Ditch Grandad Lily, give us some fresh blood. The end. Oh, I really wanted to blow my whistle, but I forgot it. And yeah. then I was quickly um, looking for. Um, uh, uh, I was quickly looking for a sound effect, mm. and 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 it, I just didn't manage it on time. Okay. No, that's totally the wrong sort of whistle, <laughs> isn't it?
That's not very ravey, is it? It really isn't, no. Oh, damn it, Lucy. I was so... No, no. That's a kazoo, I think. Oh, it's, it's a swanny whistle you've got there. Oh, it's so annoying because I, I was going to bring my whistle in. I got it out especially for our rave. <laughs> and and I wanted to really blow it for you, Lucy. Did you? I did blow it because I didn't have it on me. Yes. Yeah. That, that's... No. No, that sounds like a wedding reception as well. That's nothing. Oh, damn it. So basically, I didn't listen to your monologue because I was too busy trying to find a sound effect. Okay, good. But, but, but thanks. No problem. <laughs> but I, But I, uh, you, uh, you can't have that trouser gag too often. Oh, you just God. can't. I was guffawing. lives flaming Nora. I don't care. Put Roy in a farcical scene and yeah. Kirsty, and you, 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 you've nailed it. Okay. There's nothing funnier than Roy coming and going, oh, oh, oh no, I didn't I see nothing. I, ready for yeah, oh, wait. You might be already. <laughs> oh, but Kirsty's just pulled my trousers down. <laughs> I mean, oh, hello, I felt Roy. like... We were just about to embark on oral sex. I didn't see you there. <laughs> oral sex? Do you enjoy oral sex, Kirsty? <laughs> I, I do, I do, actually. It's, it's been a while. It's been a while. Yes, I've yeah, been yeah. Wilded. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a forest down there, aren't yeah. <laughs> I'm, I? I know you like brambles, so. <laughs> but um, I enjoyed it because I felt Ardell warmed up. He warmed into the. He relaxed a little. What is he... Roy's problem, honestly? Oh, but it was funny that Lucy. <laughs> oh, that being a massive racist, being yes. literally. Oh, I've cooked <laughs> Sherlock and curry. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's nothing to do with you being Asian. And oh that. my it's god! Just, just, just but why not just say we're having curry? Yeah, I'm, it's yeah. embarrassing. Yeah. But then it's supposed to be, isn't it? Because he is a buffoon. Yes, he is a buffoon. And also, it's not the fact that um, Ardil Shah is Asian. It's the fact that. He's a businessman, which is the, yes. the biggest that's, sort that's of cultural the difference. Yeah, exactly. that, that's, He's actually profitable. <laughs> they're so intimidated. But they're not, they're what just so. Cash flow they're flummoxed by it. Yeah, they're, yeah. Well, everybody's always talking about He's him being money. a businessman. Yeah. But, I lo- but I did like it because Kirsty was like, do you know what, Helen? It's really nice to have, have dinner with someone different. Or she, she, yeah. I actually thought that, I thought the Helen and Kirsty scenes were, oh. were sweet, actually. Apart from when Helen tries to sound all giggly and lighthearted and she just can't do it. Oh, I disagree, Lucy. I like Helen when she's... Because, because actually, she's not very naturally like that, is she? No, I but I think when she... tea towels, though, while she's having But that I think Helen's got a little bit of sort of sharp wit about her. It's a very little bit, and it's very well hidden, but yeah. <laughs> I love it when Helen's sort of like mocking Kirsty. Oh, that was sweet. Well, no? yes, oh. maybe. Um, but is Ardell gonna gay. be gay mm. i don't know because it well, feels yes if, like yes if crusty fancies him because with her luck it feels like that's a bit too obvious a direction mm. it's taking mm. like uh, obviously because it's a soap opera it can't just be that mm. they get together smoothly mm. so is it that he surely the woman deserves a sodding break by now. i think they're just going to get together yeah it'll just be a lot nice of and uncomplicated and... oh although i thought maybe actually he's married and his wife is the owner of Gay Grables. 
That could be another opzione, uh, maybe. Mm. No? No? No, I think you're probably right. Well, no, not right, but it's definitely an option. I mean, well, I suppose the thing is it can't... But because... Um, oh, my God, Ben and... Oh, yawn. Yeah. Ben and Beth. <laughs> Holly Oaks alert. I, I didn't mind it. Like so people. Why do... is everybody getting involved? Oh, my God. Tell me about it, Lucy. I mean, my daughter is 19. Oh, my God. And she tells me what she wants to tell me. But I wouldn't dream of wading in and saying... So what you should do is this, and I'll talk to him for you, and all this. You think just think shove is, off, um, David? I think I should go and talk to him because I miss my favourite auntie, and he tells me everything. David, it's like, why did you just leave them alone? They're, yes. they're young people. Yes, he's kissed a girl. Who cares? What it'll blow over, loves. Mm. I mean, I know he's got a broken heart. And it's awful, but they'll oh, just no. work it out themselves. Yeah. Oh my god! But Beth, you're like. God, get over yourself. I know. Mm. But then it's complicated. It's sisters, isn't it? It's weird. But she's so, um, she's a bit, yeah, she's just a bit earnest, isn't she, sometimes? Yeah. I know it's not you, Ben. It, it's because I've been hurt before. It's like, oh, well, just look, have a break, guys. No, but I think, sorry, I know you don't like it when I go all psycho. psycho no, I do like it. Like, I love I'm it when you go psycho, talk. Lucy. Okay. Especially yeah. when we're at a rave. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think that what's going to happen, I think the reason she is reacting so badly to this is because all her life, her dad picked other women over her. Ooh. He picked, uh, he had her mum and he, he left her mum, he, he, whether or not it was an affair or what, but he, he, he picked another woman over her mum. He always preferred Steph to her. Ah. And she is forever. You know, you replicate patterns, and she keeps. When when Steph said you keep picking men that cheat, yeah, she, she's not actually that wrong. She does well, because she's yeah, but as picking... far as we know, she's only had one boyfriend that cheated. Yes, but she's picking. She was really hurt by it, Lucy. <laughs> I don't know why I'm being so horrible. To I her. love the way when Vince rang and Steph picked up the phone. She went, "Hello, <laughs> oh, no. I'm oh, sorry." I maintain that Steph is brilliant value and I like I think I understand her. Really? I'm an old I'm an older sister. Okay. And I've oh, had a no. few complicated well, I hope. Yeah, but have you had complicated issues with boyfriends between no. you and your sister? No, have you? Yeah. Really? Slightly. Yeah, there's something about I mean, I'm an older sister. There's been a couple of occasions where um you know, like guys, a guy sort of who I thought we were going to get together and then they go off and snog your sister and it's really hurtful. Oh. Or um, a guy who I fell for quite badly, but I wasn't 100% sure if he'd had relations with my sister. <laughs> yeah, and it's and that's the thing, isn't it? It's like the sister bond is so mm. close that you can't let... Um, if a man... You can't... It's too close for a, for a guy to interfere with, if you know mm. what I mean. You know, your 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 bond with your sister is, and it's complicated. I think Mm. I did. I sort of really, actually, when Ben was sort of saying, "It's over. I'll I'll never get. I'll never," because it's the Casey sisters together. It's too Mm. too too hard a wall to break down or whatever. I really actually understood that. Mm. Yeah, I like really felt like I'd been there. You see, Um, yeah, I remember this guy and we were I, I mean my sister doesn't even know because she didn't know the sort of history between me and him and then I turned and I didn't I didn't I didn't slight him but we sort of 
I didn't give him quite what he wanted. And then I turned around and 10 minutes later, he was snogging my sister. Oh, uh, what an ass! Looking at me. No. Yeah, but it, well, we were like 15 or something. You know, oh, didn't really that's... matter. Yeah. Uh, and Ooh. it's fine. I'm totally over it. I hope my sister doesn't listen to this. Oh, my God. She never will. She won't. She's a forensic accountant. Anyway, um, moving onwards. And she's got a new baby. I was going to say. Yeah, I've got a new baby. I'm going to spend an hour listening to my sister talking about a program I never listened to. About ex-boyfriends who I didn't even know were her boyfriends before they were mine. A lot of secrets, aren't there, between sisters? I think that she keeps going for... Yeah, I just I just think that there is a pattern there that she's replicating and she needs to... That's very interesting, actually. I didn't even think about that. And I did feel sorry for her because, again, being the younger sister, I know my mm. sister finds me just an absolute, uh, you know pain in the bum because mm. I'm an older sister mm. and I and I and there's a sort of power thing isn't there I think because you're an older sister Harry. <laughs> what are you saying because I'm just <laughs> a pain in the ass because I always have to have all the attention <laughs> because I wanted to be the actress my sister's a really good actor but I always feel like she went down a different route okay. so that she, deliberately so that you know because it's no hard. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, sorry, I'll stop talking about my sister. I'm not obsessed or anything. <laughs> I've got a brother too. <laughs> does he hate uh, you as well or is that? <laughs> he just didn't talk to us for about okay. 18 years. Right. <laughs> but now now we all got get on really well. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, no, that's interesting what you said. But I like Steph. And I know like people had a bit of a problem with the the... So, I don't know, the sort of soap opera-iness mm. of the storyline. But I didn't mind it. I thought, actually, it might all be leading up to a Vince thing. Because, do you remember when Vince kept going to the toilet? Yeah. And we were like, oh, well, he's got bowel yeah, cancer or prostate. Yeah. Maybe this is going to be another Martha scenario oh, where everybody falls out and reconciliation uh, on his bed. Mm. Yeah. But I loved Elizabeth just lapping up the drama. Yeah. Um, David, can, can he really round? associates... Can I, yeah. can I need yeah. to just come round and um, see everybody and interfere? Uh, because I? I'm her favourite auntie. I'm really down with the kids. Mm. I think he'll tell me everything. And uh, she was loving it. But people do do that, don't they? Even yeah. though it's a silly little teenage drama. Yeah, no. It's quite fun. Well, there's nothing else going on. It's just fun to get involved. But you do, you do just need to leave them to it because you don't understand also, the rules anymore. Exactly. And I know everyone's Do you know what William to... said to me the other day? Oh, yeah. My William. He's, who, I must have to say, has just brought me a delicious Negroni made <gasps> with... He's so good at Negronis. Oh, have you got another Binfluence? Yeah, I've got a Binfluence going on. It oh, yeah? is. It's so yummy. I can't believe she didn't send you any. That's not very nice. No, um, I know. So I'm not going to even mention it. No, well, you can't because you haven't got it. And <laughs> no. I have. Ha, ha, ha. It is called Green Man Woodland Gin. Grey Man? Green Man. Grey Man? Green. Oh, blimey. Green Man. And it is absolutely delicious William opened the bottle and said oh my god smell this it smell. it doesn't smell like anything else it doesn't smell with that slightly antiseptic-y smell you get with some gin this oh, is yeah. just beautiful is it it's um, really clear and really perfumed. fresh and sort of herby herby smelling is it oh, a bit like si- um, have you ever had Sipsmith yes yeah a is it a bit, bit like yeah, that yeah 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 but actually alcoholic yeah 
Yes. Oh, nice. It's nice. Really delicious. Beautiful. But the best thing, well, it's not the best thing, um, but a very good thing is that it is packaged in a paper bottle. You what? Yes. The bottle is made out of some sort of... Um, reconstituted. Is it wet? No, reconstituted. It's like coated. So it, it, it is, it, it's light um, and it, you can feel it's like some sort of coated cardboardy water- thing. How is it waterproof? Because it's coated. But can you recycle it then? Yes. Oh, now. I've never seen that ever. It's brilliant. It's so good. Oh, and it's really, really one. beautiful. I'm going to look it, it up. Use, no, it is. The bottle is five times lighter. Okay. It, uses 70, it has got a plastic lining thingy. It uses 77% less plastic. The carbon footprint six times lower. The cardboard layer is made oh, yeah. from 94% recycled paper and you can separate the two things, making the bottle 100% recyclable because some of it goes in the paper, some of it goes in the plastic. On um, <coughs> Online, it looks like just a plastic bottle. Yeah, but it's lovely. It's Interesting. Really, really lovely. And, and they photographed got, it in a forest. Yeah, Belt- it's just it's, the sort of uh, gin that you take into the forest when you're when you're yes, heading for a rave. rave. Birch, totally. Rowan, Hawthorn, and rosemary. Oh, I love all that shit. Mm. Peacock. It's re- <laughs> it's really yum. <laughs> oh, okay, good. Okay, thanks. And Green yes. Man World with Gin, brought and, to you by Kirsty and Ardil. Cardil. Buy in bulk and save. <laughs> Terms and conditions apply. If you uh, peacock's are not, not included with the, the price. Old alcoholy stuff. Uh, I also tried Lion's Mane IPA. Lion's Mane? Isn't Lion's that an old-fashioned tea room? No, Lion's Mane. That's a Lion's. How long is this advert now? going on for? Let's talk about the Archer. Lion's oh Mane God. IPA, which is 0.5% ABV, <laughs> and it is absolutely delicious. And I'm buying some more of it. So there we are. That's it. Thanks, babes. Can we have the confetti willies back? (laughs) (laughs) Lovely. That was beautifully done, Lucy. You didn't spill a drop. Thank you, thank you. I didn't, yes, cover myself. That's why you do it. That's why you do it, and I don't. I've yeah. I've um I've retired. Have you from from all that influencing? Okay. That's why they don't send me anything anymore. <laughs> ever since, funny enough, Lucy. Yeah. You know we were getting deliveries ever... all the time. Like somewhat dried up, unlike your desk. Yes, exactly. Mm. But when we went to Yella Yella, we did genuinely ask for an agua de madre. We did, and then accidentally did uh, influencing the on the yes. wait- waitress and she yes. was a bit like can you stop talking about aqua tomorrow now i don't know what you're talking about you're um that was fun wasn't it me and lucy met up this week had yes. a lunch it was jolly, yes. Fun. Yes, it was jolly fun we didn't talk about the arches one you paid for it so thank you very much oh it's a pleasure it's your happy birthday oh mm. tell everybody how your birthday was it was lovely the next day i did so much singing i felt like i'd smoked 752 cigarettes were you talking um, like this? I was a bit. I was a bit crusty. What was? What is your go-to karaoke song? Um, nine to five. Um, oh, I knew you were going to say that, yes. but I thought I can't. It's so obvious. Yeah. Everybody at home will have been shouting. Yeah. It's obviously nine to five. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of everyone's though, isn't it? Yeah. Um, it's really fast. I have new respect yeah, for Dolly Parton. I, it's incredibly I actually, quick. I think it's actually quite hard to sing because you, you just you know what we did for a for a for a, for a finale. Oh yeah. We did the Ballad of Frida and Barry. The Let's do it, oh, Victoria Wood song. That's cute. We always end with that and we all sing it and it goes on forever and you get absolutely oh, knackered. And that's very sweet. Yes. Who did the best song? Uh, my friend Angela, probably. Oh, yeah. Who sang I've Got Life, the um, 
What's that? Oh, God, who sings it? Oh, flipping heck, I've gone completely blank. Everybody at home will know. Um, it's a, a black soul singer, and I've completely forgotten her name, and it's a really good song. But what, sing it? Sing it. Sing it. I'm sing not singing it. Oh, I'm going to have to look it up then. Just talk about um, Cardill or um, Ben Beth. Um, um, got... Did you notice that I did not mention... Um, uh, yeah. uh, did you notice that I didn't mention um, Alice and Chris once? Oh, yeah, I did notice, actually. Because, because it that... was too predictable to even talk about. Do you know what, though? I don't... It was so... I mean, it's so untrue to life, but it doesn't matter because we... It's just as a blessed l- relief. Yes. But ah, as listeners, Nina Simone, that's who sang it. Oh, yeah, but that's not called I've Got... That's it's called, called Ain't, Ain't Got, got no. no Luck. Yeah, it's yeah. called Ain't Got yeah. No, and it's also called yeah. I Got Luck. Okay. Oh, right, is she a good singer, then? Uh, she can sing it. Yes, but it's yeah. more about the lyrics and how brilliant they are. Oh, cute. Yes. Okay. Um, but um, I... D- because, basically, we as listeners kept saying, just wrap it up, wrap it yeah. up, we don't want to hear anymore, it was perfect. Mm. Totally unbelievable, yeah. but I was really thrilled that they were immediately in the pub ignoring Martha. Yeah, and the and... Bit... <laughs> leaving her to yeah. cook her own tea. Yeah, and um, <laughs> the bit I loved, you probably left it with Adam. The bit I loved, Xander was babysitting. The bit oh I loved my God. best was the fact that Brian is going to come back with no knowledge that any of this has <gasps> happened, and will just come steaming back in and go right. Cri- oh, oh, I see you're snogging Alice. What's happened here? What's I going know, on? Alice. Let's organise another christening mm. where everybody gets together. What could possibly go wrong? You're, you're literally just organising what you organised before and yes. that's how everything fell apart immediately because Alice fell off the pavement. Yeah. This is so stupid. Why yeah. would you get, as soon as you get back together, go and tempt fate yeah. by yeah. having a yeah. christening where yeah. everything is likely to go terribly yes. wrong again? Yeah. And Martha will cry. No baby wants water put on their yeah. forehead. Yeah. Brian will get in a massive fight with Neil. Yeah. Alan will say something he regrets. Yeah. It'll. Amy will walk down the aisle accident. It's just a nightmare. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> Hi, Chris. She'll have a massive belly, won't she? And be like... Um, <laughs> yeah, it'll be... Another baby on the way. It's, it's twins. <laughs> I think they're yours, Chris. It's, uh, it's, it's all going to end in tears again. Yeah. But I'm oh, happy again. about it. I'm just happy we don't have to go through those awful yes. things again. Yes. Uh, should we do the podcast? Oh, uh, Catherine Rowan-Jones. I We're still doing haven't... the podcast, Lucy. I mean, I mean the emails. <laughs> mm, I've had gin have, now. Have you pressed record? <laughs> oh, yeah, bloody hope you have. just checking. Yes, I have, yes. Um, Catherine Rowan-Jones, I haven't done your, your thing yet, but I will. Hello, Catherine. Oh, it's still Kirsty. I, I just can only think of Kirsty now when it's Catherine. <laughs> Hello, darlings. Um, I, I need to hear her. Millions of people have lost weight with personalised plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Uh, this is Jennifer, uh, Ambridge Pony Club. I rarely listen to the sound effects on the archers, but the insistent mooing... <laughs> over Linda and Kirsty's breakfast meeting got me really confused. <laughs> the mooing was as loud as the high-pressure squirty noise, which I think was meant to be a coffee machine. I can only conclude that now, as well as sprung mattresses and poo bags, cow care also includes being brought out for a latte and a pasty at the cafe in the morning. <laughs> Don't know what the cows do next. Maybe they have a little workout at Spiritual Hummus before lunch at the ball. Does Febreze give them a little wash and blow dry once a week? This new agricultural advisor they must have, have, they have must be very popular with the cows. Love you, <laughs> Everyone, fingers crossed for a podcast award. Ours too, Jen. Yay! Thank you. Thanks, Jen. Yes. If anybody would like to vote. Again. Uh, one second. Again. I, no, I think you can only vote once, um, but you could vote with a different email address. Yes. Just go to britishpodcastawards.com forward slash vote. That's britishpodcastawards.com forward slash vote. And then type Ambridge on the couch. Thank you very much for in our time alternatively anyway, um liz danziger has has, has uh, messaged and said hello you three but especially harriet the oh. plague arrived in eam in a chest or parcel of clothes sent from london to the local tailor when people began to be struck down the reverend william mompesson persuaded the village to quarantine itself apparently he wrote the, the reverend uh, mompesson and his wife were both um they were described as very highly educated and they oh. had a theory about the transmission of the plague that other people didn't have. They were sort of more advanced. The most extreme example of the gene mutation is the woman who buried her husband and six of her children within about a week oh without God. ever being infected herself. Oh, my God. Neighbouring villages left food and other supplies at the parish boundary stones in exchange for coins left in vinegar, which was believed to be a disinfectant. So they kind of had half of the idea. Love from Beth and Olivia. Thank you very much, uh, you two. Um... They sort of had half an idea of how it all worked. They sort of thought, we think it's something to do with this. There's something to do with contact. It's in, is it in the air? Is it in, you know, because people were wearing bunches of herbs and flowers because they thought that somehow the nice smell would keep the bad bugs away yeah. and all that. So it was sort of like half asked, but nearly there. They sort of got it. Um, but yes, so, and we need to say thank you to uh, Sixsmith as well, who uh, on Twitter yes. sent us the um, wiki entry yeah. all about it and everything, which is really interesting. It's such it re an amazing story. It really is a fascinating mm. read. And I'm waiting for Lucy to write um, the radio play of it. There must have been a radio there, play there about has, it. There has, yeah. I think there's been a TV show as well, a, a film. <sighs> Always mm. been everything. Yes. Can't you do one like set in Ambridge during the plague? <laughs> Maybe they think it still is the plague. That's why none of them ever leave the village. And there has to be one, there's an outsider. There's basically Ardell from yeah. 1664. Yeah. And he comes That's as an outsider. he talks he, br <laughs> he brings the plague. And they do palm reading and they pass it yes. on by 
Palms. Palms. Mm. And then Ruth is genetically immune to everything, yes, obviously. She spent so much time with like cows. The last survivor. <laughs> no! <laughs> we fade out on that. Brilliant. Can't wait to um, star in that. Rob Williams has said... Robbie yeah, Williams, hi. Yeah, uh, we were talking about... Um, the lady emailed and said... The lady emailed and said about <laughs> uh, Rory being... Um, I feel like that on a Friday night. <laughs> uh, being a surrogate son for oh, yeah. Julianne. And he said, she, he said, why would Julianne want to hire a son to get access to the parent and child parking spaces in Waitrose? <laughs> Underwoods, yeah. And he said, when David said, do you know anyone who does hair and makeup who can get here half an hour ago? I was honestly expecting Febreze to turn up. Could you imagine? If they actually brought Febreze in, we'd be stuffed, wouldn't we? Anyway. Um, uh, you know, I put a picture... Well, you don't know, because you don't know what goes on on my Instagram, Lucy. I don't. What's I going put on, on your Instagram? the picture, I, you know, the picture of me, you and our friend James. Yes. On Instagram. Yes. And... <laughs> Uh, loads of people basically went oh my god is that Febreze he looks exactly <laughs> like what I imagined oh, no. <laughs> oh god don't tell James <laughs> I'm not gonna tell James <laughs> but our friend James has got nothing to do with this podcast <laughs> but I just thought it was so funny <laughs> and yes and and but yeah I think um yeah I won't tell James <laughs> Yeah, maybe, maybe not. Because <laughs> I think James would consider himself a bit more alpha than Fabrice, wouldn't he? <laughs> anyway, may me laugh. Um, <laughs> yes, ah. sometimes it's hard to forget. Well, Fabrice is in the Archers, isn't he? Yes. He, he, the real. Fab- yes. I mean, yeah, he's just silent. Yeah, unlike ours. Yes, oh, who never yeah. shuts up. Um, <laughs> this is from uh, Pat's friend Claire. Hey. He says, Hi, Aggie and Edie. Oh, My yeah. husband can't stand the archers, but seems to love your show. He can't remember <gasps> your names, though, and calls you the names I've addressed this to. So do you want to be Aggie or Edie? Can I be Aggie because my mum's nickname when she was a kid was Aggie. Oh, that's yeah. Cool. Okay, yeah. you be Aggie and I'll okay. be Edie. All right, Edie. Um... For some reason on holiday, we have just Googled the Munch Bunch, only to discover that this early 80s puppet show by Gerry Anderson was voiced by none other than Judy Bennett and Charles Collingwood. No. Otherwise known as Shooter and Bran. No. Yes. The Munch Bunch? Yes. As in the Munch Bunch? Yes. That wow. is my useless archers fact of the week. Apologies I love that. if you already knew this for information no. on the ever-trustworthy Wikipedia. That's a blimming revelation. Thanks for the show, which I can now share with my husband. Did you know that their um, daughter, Jane, who's a friend of mine, is used to be Emma when she was a kid? Everybody seemed to play Emma. If you didn't yeah. play Emma, you played Kate. <laughs> It's, there are only two options. Except that I've never played Emma. Oh. And I've been practising and practising and practising. Every bloody voice she's had, I've practised. And I'm still never picked to be the new Emma. <laughs> we haven't heard from Emma for yonks. Uh, well, that's because I think Emerald is quite busy. Oh. She's a very successful... Like, uh, that's the thing. You play Emma yeah. and you become a hugely... Emma's, I mean, Jane's Emma's a hugely ticket, successful actor. Yeah, you just become yeah. a, a hugely successful actress. Yeah. Slash voiceover artist. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, their their daughter has she has a beautiful voice, Jane. Mm-hmm. You've probably heard her in many an audio book. Mm-hmm. Um, Jane, uh, what? Jane, Jane Collingwood. Ah, yeah, she has a very sort of like sultry, silky, v- very 
warm, lovely voice. Well, they do, don't they? And both of them have got great voices. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, And... But the Munch Bunch, that's a very good fact. Oh, also, what happened, Claire's friend Pat, Pat's friend Claire, to Simon, who listened once? Uh, I don't think D- he was called... I think he was... What was he called? No, he wasn't. Pete? Was David. 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 Did, da- David, no, did you return? You, no, no, she said you frightened him off. I know, but I feel like we gave him an unfair episode to listen to because okay. there was a lot of... Um, <laughs> it wasn't there and that and that. And that. It was, there was, I got a bit overexcited. It was like a hen night, wasn't it, really? <laughs> I know. There were, there were gold a- it was a bit Aggie and Edie, wasn't it, mm, that, that It was a bit episode. Steph and, Steph I'd and like, Chelsea. I'd really like David to try us, give us another yeah. try, actually. Yeah, Have another thanks, go David. with Harriet, David. Thank you. Oh, yeah, that's all right. Lucy, come on. I'm not Julianne. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. That is the end of the emails thanking oh, you. Oh, that's very good of them not to send too many on the night that I need to and do a quickie. it's good of me to forget to put Catherine Rowan Jones' MP3 into oh, the Oh, but it's good in a way because it's just sort of build, there's a big build up yeah. now for when and I then, finally... And I'll send it over to you soon so you can listen and then you can perfect Oh, but I'm gonna, I want to listen live on air. No, can I, I listen? You could, you could perfect your impersonation for next time. Oh, gosh. Okay. Mm. It'll definitely end up sounding like Kirsty or Joanna Lumley. Because, you know, when I go down like that. Do you want me to... This is what I played. I, I was listening to The Archers when I was bathing Rex. And um, he was really enjoying the rave. And this is what I recorded. Does it sound good? Where? Can I see? It, well, you can't see. You can just hear. It's a rave. Would you like to go to a rave? Yeah. What do you think you do at a rave? Uh, you play. You play? What do you play? I don't see. Yeah. What do you wear when you go to a rave? A raincoat. Very good advice. <laughs> That's quite cute, isn't it? Did was you hear that? Because that? He heard, was that because he heard Chelsea getting wet? He was hearing Chelsea scream, go, oh. and he just was really enjoying it. And then he heard Chelsea calling someone a poo bag or something, yeah. and he thought it was really funny. I mean, that's the thing. He was basically the target audience this week, wasn't he? <laughs> the three-year-old. He was really enjoying it. Just as much as Lily was enjoying a very unsexy, drunken um, <sighs> Russ. I thought Soul sounded fit. I know, me too. Come on, love. I really, really thought that Russ was going to end up accidentally snogging Chelsea. Yeah, so did I. And but how could you go from Soul and then... And then say some knackered old art teacher is, you know. Oh, you're, oh, you're so, so cute. cute. But it's cute, like, oh, look, there's a hedgehog dancing. Exactly. It's like, Not, it's like, you know. Yeah, like a drunken uncle. Yeah. Sort of cute or a yeah. nerdy five-year-old. But, but yeah, but also, I, I mean, I know I'm always saying, what, what is the point? <laughs> what is the point? But well, I just assumed because Ruth had tried to shut it down, you thought you would hear the Rosas arrive or yeah. I thought there was going to be a dramatic ending not no. um, Ben going yeah. and Josh uh, just going mate mate let's talk about it mate we're a rave let's chat about it do they ever like run on an episode so would we <laughs> I don't know like, That's what, Sunday, uh, is it going to be Sunday maybe because I was wondering whether the police would turn uh, up and then, and then yeah, he maybe would get Sunday. arrested or something or he'd be found with something and then he'd lose his nursery job Oh my gosh! And then let me just. Ch- shall, do you want me to do a spoiler? Yes. Um, yeah, because because don't it, it... listen if you don't like Sunday evening spoilers, chaps. Put your fingers in your ears. Look away, 
now. Look away now. Um, Pat gets a surprise and what's the score with Jim? Oh. <laughs> I, don't right. think, I, don't, I think the rave has finished. Okay. <laughs> I think they're just clearing up, aren't they? Yeah, honestly, it sounded more like a, it sounded like more like a wedding reception than a rave. <laughs> I thought they did a decent job on it. How the hell can you speak to the DJ at a rave? For a start, he's about four miles away with a laptop on the other side of a muddy To be field. fair, I've never been to a rave. There was only so about 200 people there. They kept <laughs> but... bumping into people they knew. But I think when you're at a village rave, because I have been in villages when you can just hear a rave, mm. I think at a village rave, maybe there is only like 200 people there and there's a DJ. and a bar. I mean, nowadays, what's the difference between... Because when I was little, we'd have parties in fields. My friends who lived on farms, we'd mm. just have a party. And there were quite a lot of people. So what's the difference between that because and a rave? permission to do that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the difference. Got it. I mean, I don't know if they're... Dad, I was trying Mom to explain them to Tilly, and she was going, "How did anybody find anything?" Yeah, because she didn't. There's no mobiles. Google Maps then. No, and I said, you know, how did you know it was happening? And I said, "Well, there's this complicated network of people would tell people, and there'd be stickers right. going up on um, like these wet, the white, white stickers would go on lampposts and things like that. And, you know, it was all oh, like with smiley faces on them. Yeah, it was all kind of oh, really yeah. and dagger and stuff. Yeah, sort of I mean. But because I'm a child of the late 90s, yeah. <laughs> it was a bit... Um, before, before my, oh, sorry, I was Do you remember the millennium joke. at all, Harriet? Or? <laughs> the, the who? Yeah. Sorry? <laughs> the um, millennium, yes. <laughs> I, was, um, I was living in Italy, actually, oh, for that period oh, of time. God. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I, but I've never been to a rave, unfortunately. But I did, yeah. Just never fancied it, really. Yeah. Just didn't, really. Just didn't really like glue sticks and that, and I didn't really like really colourful clothes. I preferred just wearing like natural tones. Hemp, hemp, <laughs> flowers in my hair, that sort of thing. You preferred going to Wimbledon, didn't you? Well, oh, no, I just link. preferred living just, in a village. Oh, just yes, link. well done. Okay, a good link, Lucy. Good link. And now let's go over to Wimbledon, see, where the team has a new tennis correspondent. <laughs> oh! Well, that can't do Wimbledon clapping, which is just. This, <laughs> that's good. It's a little ripple of a applause. patter. Yeah. Oh, that's very good. Oh. She has excellent grass court pedigree. She has relentless power. Oh, and that's just inside the baseline there, I'm pretty sure. Oh, hello. Hello, hello. This is Febreze, looking like I have just stepped out of the salon because I have. Sorry, are you commentating? Yes, I am the sports correspondent for tennis for Radio Borchester. From where? Oh. Where did that voice come from? That's Boris, he's down the line. Radio Borchester. I've never heard of it. Oh, you might know it as Borsetshire, it's change. It is the BBC doing regional outreach. They said it is too London-centric, so regional broadcaster are having a go-to. Yesterday, they had the man what does the traffic on BBC Runcorn doing the ship's forecast. You know where they say all those made-up words like Malin, Ebrides, Fishes, German, Biting, Donger, Bonk. 
It is very funny. Fair enough. Oh, they have given you a very small studio, haven't they? My studio at Radio Bossetier is much bigger, but then I do have the swingometer for the council elections, what take up most of the corner. Well, this is the commentary box. We're just next to the royal box. Oh, I will have a look in a minute once I have unpacked. Unpacked? Yes, could you move up, please? I need room for my lunch. I went into sushi station back in Felparsham, and my makizushi's got a bit warm on the train. And oh, I do not envy you sharing the commentary box with a lot of warm sushi. Oh, Boris! Are you having a day off, Prime Minister? Although you sound very different to how you do normal when you are saying, Oh yes, sorry, I am, I've made a mistake, but never mind. Look, I will pull a funny face. Oh, I'm not that, Boris. I'm in Germany. In fact, if we could get a move on, that would be great. This is an open prison and it's pretty relaxed, but I've only got the TV room for the next half an hour before big Stefan Müller wants to watch Ultimate Beastmaster. Oh, sorry. Okay, I am settled now. So, who are these ladies what we are watching? Garcia and Radicanu. Oh yes, I am liking her style a lot, R1. Her backhand? No, the jewellery. Although I am surprised she can lift her arm up to do servings. Could you pass my chop stock, please? It has gone down back of microphone stand. We should really focus on the tennis chaps. Garcia is keeping her legs loose there. Oh, that was only rumour though, surely. Oh, lovely forehand there, just out of the reach of Radicanu. Garcia's pushed her right back to the baseline there. Oh, look! There is Princess Michael in Kent. Yoo! Princess Mike! It is Febreze! She did meet me once when she came to open carpet warehouse. Oh, I think she is very excited. I saw her eyelid move. Could you not hang out of the commentary box waving? I can't see the court. Oh, and that forehand cross court there from Radicano is just too long. Do you think that's Ralph Lauren? No, it's Radicano. He's told you. Hey, guy, do you even care about the tennis? Yes, of course. But to be honest, I was hoping for Cameron Nori. I am not impressed with Wimbledon. I thought there would be more merch. I wanted Cameron Nori pillowcase, but all there is is a strawberry. Oh, it's clouding over on centre court now. Oh no, not the singing. Cliff Richards sucking on a fisherman's friend already. Who is Cliff Richards? Oh, that wrinkled leather man. Oh, he looks familiar. No, he doesn't. No, no, yes, he does. That is odd. Oh, look! Our one has hit it really hard with her bat, and the other one's hand went all floppy trying to catch it. Oh, that is very funny. Now it has bounced right to the other end of the pitch. You're really the sports correspondent? No, no, I am style and influence, but the sports correspondent has had a row with her friend as they have split it up, and they had to call the police to decide who got custody of all the North Face. So I said I would go because I wanted to pop into RV Knickers on the way back. Oh, one of them has won. Which one? I don't know. I completely lost track then. Oh, I guess it is not the one that is smashing a tennis stick into the lawn. It is probably the other one. Oh, is it the grumpy Scotland man now with the older lady girlfriend? That's his mother. <gasps> he is going out with his mother like Macron. Um, what was your name again? Fabienne. Why don't you get off to Harvey Nichols now? We can take it from here. Oh, are you sure? That would be great. I don't want them to sell out of Tom Ford Foire. It is limited edition. No, no, that'll be fine. Well, if you are sure, could you pass my wasabi sachet? Thank you. Oh, look, there is Cliff Richards again. 
Oh, I do recognize him. Only last time I saw him, he had no shirt on and a sailor hat. Ach du Scheiße. Andrew, you are on your own. I'm off. I'm in enough trouble as it is. for Breeze. If you would like to visit patreon.com and look up Ambridge on the Couch, you can support us at any subscription level. And we had a good idea, didn't we, for our Patreons, Lucy? Are we allowed yes. to say? Or was it a surprise? No, it is a and good idea. Ooh, what yes. we had at the end of a lot of hummus. Um, <laughs> we did, had a lot of hummus. Lot and of we kept, and it, it was the only thing we discussed re the podcast. Yes, the rest of it was complaining about our children largely. <laughs> anyway, um... Uh, we thought that for our Patreon, should you like this, I mean, you might not. Yes, no, they might hate it. Yeah, and, and for God's sake, tell us. Um, we thought we could uh, record on Zoom and you can see us recording. So you, you, we we'll all be able do. to see Harriet doing her Ricardo order, oh, reading oh the paper, God. picking her nose and staring out the I'll window. I'll have to tidy my studio, that's the only thing. And you can see me flicking <laughs> wildly between screens and panicking that I haven't. <laughs> remembered to put things in that I should have done um so we all do a zoom party basically while I gesture wildly at my children telling them to do things from 100 yards away uh, is yes. that a bit boring it's basically like you know in the remote days of lockdown mm. when um it was the news quiz and stuff and everybody joined online yeah didn't they yeah but hopefully funny so that will be the difference there oh Lucy that's harsh I like the news quiz I do <laughs> Um, but would that be nice? No, Please let us know. I, I, I think the news quiz is funny, but it was quite a tough thing. On, yeah, on it was tough having a remote day, audience, yeah, the early especially the, the early days of it. it was, everyone was a bit, oh, sorry. Oh. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I thought we could add some canned laughter to us. Yes. <sighs> Are we gonna? Yeah. So we're going to be doing an episode with an invited audience, basically. Oh, yes, we could do. I just thought we would record it on Riverside or whatever and then just play it out so people could download the whole thing. Well, that's what we do every week. No, 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 the camera as well. Oh, no, that's boring. They don't want to see us. I thought we'd do the the episode with with the Zoom audience. Oh, okay. Oh, is that too complicated? <laughs> 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 this might be a work in progress. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll, we'll get, guys, yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah, we need yeah. to go and have more hummus and then we'll get back to you. <laughs> Did you hear the hysteria then? <laughs> My eyes went quite round. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe it needs a bit of thinking about. Yeah. But I thought that might be quite nice because that might be our first step towards our live show. Yes. 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 Because then we could gently. get like, like get you know, used we could... to our faces so that they yeah. don't rear back in alarm. And but it'd be quite the reels. quite useful because then we get feedback. Mm, like you <laughs> should. All... We're not always... going to see you. In fact, we're always... now stopping listening as well. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway. Yes. Um, so anyway, you can do that, or you can find us on Facebook, on Twitter, or at on Ambridge. Febreze is at fabulous Febreze, or you can email us at Ambridge on the Couch at gmail dot com. <laughs> gmail bit bit sexist like that. On Twitter at at on Ambridge <laughs> at, at 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 on Ambridge. <laughs> and Ambridge now, on the couch. A oh, sorry. Big happy birthday! Happy birthday! Happy birthday, Matt. Happy birthday, Matt. Ooh, Rodriguez. <laughs> Pay, yeah, 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 yeah. Now, Harriet. Would I have been good at your karaoke? Yeah, very good. Thanks. Harriet uh, is anxious about the rice going cold, so she's got to go and bicker over a, um, a prawn sesame toast. 
uh, with her dinner guests. Uh, so I will now play you out with Matt's uh, startling deconstruction of the Archer's theme. <gasps> it's Ooh. like something experimental on Radio 3. Is it postmodern? It is postmodern. It's wow. like that, uh, what's it called? That thing on Radio 3 where they play um, oh my God. music you've never heard before. That's just too hard listening to Radio 3. Yeah. It's too, it's like <laughs> Sudoku. It's too much. It's like <laughs> yeah, it what? Sudoku. 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 Sudoku, Sadoku, whatever. I think you've just that one. mentioned sushi, but anyway, whatever. Yeah, um, so my, my brain is switching to another <laughs> yes. part of the it's evening now. It's now talking entirely from your stomach. <laughs> Off you pop! Go away! Um, thanks so much for having me, Lucy. Uh, look forward to more emails next week. Hooray! And have a and lovely have care. a lovely week. Did we cover everything? I think so. You sure? Mm. Okay, good. All right, bye! Bye! <laughs> I'm quite envious. I haven't got to take away, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, I will now play you Matt Rodriguez Payne. Um, I always think when Harriet goes, I should say something really exciting and naughty, but I can never think of anything at the time. So I'm going to... You're still there! <laughs> I'm going to... I was spying on you to make sure you didn't <laughs> say <spying>. anything. <laughs> what would I have said? I don't know. I just... Ha ha ha. Now yeah. that big poo face is gone. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> Bye then. Bye. Cheers, Matt. Right, ready? Here we go. flexibility take yoga want flexibility with your health insurance check out united healthcare insurance plans underwritten by golden rule insurance company they offer flexible budget-friendly medical dental and vision coverage that may be right for you more at uh1.com 